podcast is part of the Pod Syndicate family. For more criminally compelling shows, articles, and conversations, head to wearepodsyndicate.com. Good afternoon, good morning, good evening, and welcome, people, to episode 408 of Film Bastards. I hope that's the right number because I didn't check before. This week, I am joined by Rebecca. Gosh, Sunday name. Hello, everybody. I am Rebecca. And Ian. Hello! And what have we what have we got this week for you people? Um, we have a review of the new M. Night Shyamalan, well, sorry, an argument of the new M. Night Shyamalan movie, uh, Old. Um, myself and Ian will be uh, chatting about Night of Kings. Uh, Night of the Kings. You, you need to stop calling it Night of Kings because it's really pissing me off. Night of the Kings. Nuit del Roi, I think it is. It's Night of the Kings. The. So there's Becky shouting at me about a movie that she didn't even watch. I fell asleep. Um, we are also going to finally review Space Jam, A New Legacy, another movie that Rebecca didn't watch. Um, and, oh no, you don't. Um, and we're going to do our, what we've been watching, got some trailers, got some questions, and bits and bats and bits and bats. Uh, I'm going to get bits the and bats. Bits and bats, yeah. Bits and indeed bats. Nah, that's not a thing. Bits and bats, yes. Fuck off. Nope. <laughs> it's bits and bobs. Bits and bobs is an alternative, yeah. Nope, programming. Yeah, the simulations had a bug. Nope. Uh, wait, there's, the, there's another snail on the window and the cat is freaking the fuck out again. Uh, housekeeping. We are a Pod Syndicate podcast. Uh, there are other Pod Syndicate podcasts out there. They include Chinsrock versus Punter, The Rewatch Project, His Film, Her Movie, The Iron Sequel, Entertainment Landfill, Our Back, Motherfuckers. Uh, so go and listen to those. Uh, I was going to say go and listen to us, but you're already listening to us. So that makes you better than most people. Um, also, as well, Patreons. If you want to subscribe to our Patreon, it's Patreon slash Film Bastards. It is just $2 a month and you get things like us chatting the Twilight films, uh, which is just pure sparkliness. Um, I feel like maybe we should talk about something good sometime. That doesn't seem like the bastard way. Um, <laughs> Ian, what's been happening in the news this week? Uh, news just in, bits and bats isn't a thing. <laughs> I feel like it is. It seems like it could be a northern thing. often like you'll come out with that bullshit fucking phrase and i'm like that's not a thing mark i, I, I don't think that's that. an often thing that happens it is is it yeah you chat some serious shit i doubt that I doubt that yeah listeners uh, listeners please comment on this <laughs> and tell <laughs> does this. mark chat some serious <laughs> shit obviously all the responses will be yes yes he does he talks bollocks all the time no has mark randomly made up a phrase that he thinks is an actual phrase and it's not oh my god i, I can remember like three no with bits and, bits and bats yeah but I, I can remember like three different ones that you've come up with what? over the last like few months I can't remember them but i can remember you coming up with one ones and go i was going mark that's not a thing Pretty sure it is. But bits and bats. No. Nah. I think it's one. No. <laughs> nah. Audience, could you get in touch and tell us? I don't care, because by, by that time... Just the just si- hasn't made it to Wales yet. 
not a thing. What's right, happened wild. in the movie news? It's not a fucking thing. Green Knight, Ian. Right, yeah, let's do it. So, the Green Knight. I don't know why I said it like that. Um, yeah, been uh, so yeah, bit of a, a kerfuffle last week, uh, where the Green Knight was pulled from its UK release. It was due out a week Friday, as we record. So, you know, just about two weeks before it was due to come out, they have pulled it. Um, Still no official word out of entertainment film distributors as to why. Um, And, you know, it's one of those what a difference uh, a day makes things. Or, you know, I suppose it's what a difference a week makes. First off, the entertainment's pinned tweet is still... The Green Knight countdown officially begins cinemas August 6th, <laughs> which is f- fucking embarrassing. C- 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 can we just add, though, for anybody who isn't aware, because, you know, when we're getting into this, sometimes we do get into to using Ianism into some very inside baseball stuff. Indeed. Right? But entertainment are... Uh, are notorious for doing weird shit like this aren't they <laughs> yeah they are just a law unto themselves yeah. um from my time in in film projection like just some of the fucking weirdness that i'd hear about like the terms that they were asking for on films that they were distributing and just like their absolute like refusal to basically do anything to actually help out with the like preparation of a film or the advertising of a film it was it was quite something i've got my hand up up, but obviously you can't see it and mark cannon is not saying anything so entertainment we're talking about like not entertainment as a entity we're talking about entertainment as a company yeah yeah so there's a company called entertainment in bunny ears that Fuck those guys. They sound like wankers. Yeah, but just that's... from the fact that they're called entertainment. Yeah. yeah, they um, they they were quite they were kind of a big deal in the UK for a while because they distributed New Line films. Um, so um, before Warner kind of brought them in house, entertainment had them. So they, you know, they had the Lord of the Rings films. They, I, I remember they had seven back in the day, you know. Um, so they, 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 they were quite a big deal. Now, not so much. Like they, they do, they, they distribute um, uh, a lot of kind of homegrown stuff. But then they, they seem, I think they've got some sort of deal with A24. Uh, they d- distributed uh, Hereditary and Midsommar, for example. Um so yeah they've they've pulled they pulled the release and at that time it was a little bit like well you know case rates are going up and the delta variant seems to be causing some shit all over the place so hey it's probably covid isn't it and then there was loads of speculation about well this is just going to be the start of it bond's going to get pulled and blah, blah 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 this week you know like i say what a difference a week makes suddenly daily case rates are down by like a half week on week and there's there's probably like reasons that aren't necessarily that things are getting better but there's also a certain aspect of 
well, that's not coming from nothing. Um, and now it kind of seems like the the wind has changed direction on that again. Um, there's the Hollywood Reporter put out a piece where they had a line in there about essentially some streamer had offered them a shitload of money for it. And I could see that um, because the film is getting very, 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 very good reviews. Um, it is getting best film of the year kind of talk. And I wouldn't be surprised if a streamer went, here's your projected box office for the film plus 25% that they go, yeah, fuck it, go on then, fine. No, but like it looks like the kind of film that needs to be seen like in the cinema. Right, but it also looks they like the sort of film that, that that won't make if they get offered, let's say, let's just pull one out of the air. Apple, for instance, offered them um a hundred million or hundred and twenty million. They're gonna take that because this film isn't gonna make that. For the UK distribution rights to this film. I reckon they could probably offer 10 million and they'd get it because this film will not make 10 million in cinemas and ancillary sales are just barely a factor anymore. So if, if, you know, say Sky, like they did with Promising Young Woman, they basically go, all right, 10 million. And we've got what critics are calling one of the best films of the year, which you know, may well get some awards attention towards the end of the year. I could I could see them going for it. I mean, I'm fucking fuming that we're not going to be able to see it next weekend. Um, Like, really, really disappointed. Yeah. But from from their business point of view, I the whole they were offered a, a deal, uh, you know, uh, they couldn't refuse. I could see it. It just seems weird that that, that that hasn't been announced yet, unless it hasn't been finalised yet. That's it. It's like if it was, if it was, it, like it's just been pulled, mm. hasn't it? It's not been rescheduled or rerouted or anything like that. It's just been pulled and but, it's but they also it's out in America, isn't it? Out in America it's this weekend, quite yeah. Well. Um, but they also pulled Duke as well. Which wasn't due out until September, I believe. Is that right? Yeah, I mean, they they they, they hadn't even started the fucking promotion on that yet, mind. No. Like it's and it, it, it's fair to say that we are coming in on a bit of an avalanche of content, you know. Yeah. And that Duke film, if they're like, well, we're not going to get any awards attention for this anyway. Let's let's release it when things are a bit clearer. I could see that. And they, they, they did say with the Duke that COVID was provoking some like uh, worries there. But to be honest, that's also a film that's probably going to appeal to older film uh, film goers who probably are a little reticent. You look at um, The Father. I think The Father didn't even do £2 million in the UK. And that's with Anthony Hopkins winning Best Actor for it. You know, like they're, they're, I could see I could see some reticence there. What 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 the UK box office fucking needs this weekend is some mixed weather and the Suicide Squad to fucking blow the doors off, which it could do. Yeah. Do I mean, that. What's it getting Jungle Cruise getting some actually quite good word? Yeah, quite, quite. I mean, and the thing is with Jungle Cruise, I think people are going to be a lot less likely to pay the £20 premiere access fee thing than they would have for a Marvel film. So 
we'll see how that goes. We'll see how that goes. But it, it's um, yeah, I it it just it is very very frustrating that it was it was one of those. And you know, a lot of people have been tweeting memes of the Green Knight reviews, and then that bit from Uncut Gems, the why would you show it to me if I can't have it? Yeah. And that's exactly yeah. how I'm fucking feeling about yeah. that. It, it, it does feel a little bit like A24 have kind of gone, oh, been pulled in the UK, has it? Right, let's go into fucking overload. That's it. Like, if there, was, if there was another plan that could have been implemented quickly, then, you know, fine. But it, it's just we don't get it. That's the, that's the current plan, is we don't get it yet. Mm. Um. And it's it's difficult because we're not we're not normal kind of not saying we're abnormal or we're better than other film watchers or anything like that, but we we don't look forward to the same things that necessarily your, your average cinema goer looks forward to. We look forward to like your Green Knights and even to an extent like Dune, which looks so fucking dry. Um, it's set and, in a big fucking desert. Yeah, was that? Yeah, <laughs> was, was that on purpose? I mean, dry, like literally. Um, but like Candyman as well. Like Candyman is my most anticipated film of the year. Most people are just like, eh. But like the when these things get pulled, it's like, oh, okay. So life was supposed to be going back to normal, and it's just not. I, I think with this, it's, it's the oddity of the fact that they've not actually said the reason yeah, why. Exactly. And yeah. it, 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 it's almost like they don't know. <laughs> yeah. It'd yeah. be nice to like an A24 movie as well. Like, like I'm really looking forward to like being able to get on that bandwagon. I trust yeah. me hosting it. Yes. And that, that, that's the thing. It does it does feel like this is going to be the, the one that it kind of feels like everybody's just going to go, yeah, that was good. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it does seem like it's going to be a universal appeal. Yeah. Um, any other news? I'm trying to think if there's anything else that, that caught the eye. I'm tempted to say let's move on because yeah. we've got uh, we've got quite a busy show. Got a bulky show. What trailers have we been watching, guys? I am going to live watch the trailer for Lamb. <laughs> Fair enough. Go okay. on. Have a lovely time with that. I, I've been, i literally, I have been holding this off because I kind of felt like I probably need to offer my live reaction. So I am Go watching on. this now. My phone has um, switched to uh, my AirPods have switched to my phone. I cannot hear you two. Right, it's playing can. There's a lamb. Doesn't look well. Oh, it was because it was pregnant. Oh, everything okay here? Um, not okay. Oh dear. Oh, what's been born? Is it Jumby? Does Jumby want to be born now? Oh, oh, it's having milky milk. Oh, what's going on with that lamb? Oh, the cat does not like the lamb. The lamb does not like the man. Now what? What's the fuck's happening now? Hang on, what? Um. Uh, right, that music cue 
was surprising. <laughs> no, no, what? what? Huh? <laughs> um. Uh, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> okay. Oh shit. Oh, it's a lamb with some shiny eyes. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? Okay. <laughs> right. I'm going to switch my audio back now. What the fuck was that? Yeah. It's... I don't really know. And I also... The thing is, I don't know whether I can be asked To find out. <laughs> to find yeah. out. Thing is, like it's awful, and the Green Knight is an exception. But every time I see A24 come up on a trailer, I'm like, yeah, now nah, I'm hard out. Green Green Knight drew me back, but I'm, yeah, this didn't. This looks shit. What did you think, Ian? It, it just looks like. They want to fucking meme absolutely everything. And it's like, there's some really, like, weird fucking imagery in that thing. Like, the fucking, like, the one second shot of, like, holding hands with the kid, but the kid's got a lamb head. Like, no, don't yeah. like. Effective, don't like it. Um, But, yeah, the... Not sure I can be asked to find out thing is definitely there. I need it to be less than 90 minutes. It's not. But I get the feeling like it's going to be 125. It's 106 minutes. All right. Which still feels like it's too long. Weird people can't have kids, have a lamb, imagine it as their kid. Nah, I don't need to see it. Okay, it no. does, does seem to go through this little weird phase of, of, of barnyard animals for names. <laughs> yeah, fuck off. I, I feel like this is going to be one of the bad ones with the A24. Just, I, I, when I saw, I just saw there that uh, Bellatar is one of the executive producers and it kind oh, of made yeah. me go, oh. I don't know who that is. Uh, director who makes misery movies. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't, I don't need misery. I've had the last two years. <laughs> True that. Well, I'll be honest, apparently uh, Nick Cage's pig movie isn't a barrel of laughs. <laughs> I really want to watch that, though. That looks fun. What What other trailers have we watched this week that don't look like miserable land movies? I don't know. The, the Serena and Venus Williams biopic-y kind of one looks fun. <laughs> Oh, like it could King be. Richard. Oh. And interesting as well, like, yeah, King Richard, sorry. Um, yeah, like, interesting. I think it, it, it's one of those things, like, tennis is a rich white person sport, and Serena and Venus Williams have come in and shaken the shit out of that. And just finding out their 
backstory. Like I could probably Wikipedia it and read it, but like seeing it laid out is, I do have slight concerns about um, Will Smith's voice in this. But then if he's doing a copy voice and it's biopic, it's different. Yeah. If he's just doing, oh, I'm a black guy and I'm going to be a, in a movie and I'm going to do a black guy voice, then it's 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 different and that's disrespectful. But if he's doing a, a kind of a copy of a voice, yeah. then that's, you know. Yeah. Because we, we didn't realise that's what it was about, did we, when we first started watching the, the trailer and you were like, is Will Smith doing a black man voice? And I was like, I think he is. Yeah. But then, yeah, it's, it's different if it's a if it's a thing. Yeah, if, it, if it's based on an actual yeah. a, 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 a person. But it, it does it does look like it, it, like quite interesting actually. It does look really interesting. Yeah, like I bet those girls had a really interesting life. So. All right, Hallmark. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Did you watch that one again? That was a weird insult. No, no, I haven't caught up to it yet. I think it, I think it's not been out long that trailer. It's- what I'll say is, it, it's not as, um, to use what you said earlier, it's not as dry as you think. It's actually quite, it looks like it could be quite fun with it. Yeah, it does. Mm. Yeah. Um, on there. Um, a movie that I, I'm really very much looking forward to um, is The Card Counter. Paul Schrader seeming like he's making a movie that he just wanted to make in 1981 and has just thought, fuck it, I'm going to make it now anyway. So- it, it, it's apparently this is maybe mis-selling the film, I, that which is a shame. Surprise me. Yeah, it's not quite the kind of genre thrillery thing that this is necessarily making out. Um, I'm up for it. Um, very, 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 very up for it. Very excited to see an Oscar Isaac Stephanie Haddish sex scene. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. Like that's like an interesting couple. Um, I, just, I, I, I think it's very interesting that that Paul Schrader has managed to get back to the point of where he's getting people like Oscar Isaacs and Tiffany Haddish. And you know, Willem Dafoe's been there for, for Schrader for a long time. Yeah. But it's like He's he's not making films as much in the background like he was for a number of years. Mm. He's back making films in the foreground again, which is quite that's quite cool. I always love seeing Ty Sheridan pop up in stuff as well because I think he's a really good actor that that could go far. But I think as a young actor, it's difficult to get the roles mm. that you need to progress your career. Yeah. You know, you're in a move with Oscar Isaac that's going to do some fucking favors. And he's been he's been very good he's been very good in the genre stuff he's done. Very good in everything I've seen. I thought he he got a little bit lost in the um, X Men movies he did. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Because he, he played young Cyclops in them. Am I getting that right? Um, yeah, he had a very very long leg in the Ready Player One poster as well. Oh, he's really yeah, good in Ready Player One, though. Didn't have a long life. You, you're a big fan of that, weren't I you? I really love Ready Player One. Uh, right, Ghostbusters Afterlife. It's um, not a comedy, the original Ghostbusters, if you listen to Twitter. Oh, fucking hell. Yeah, I've, I've been informed about this today. It fucking is a comedy, right? Where where are we all at on this? It's a comedy. It's a comedy. Ian? The only people saying that Ghostbusters... 
God, I'm going to get ranty. I'm so sorry. I'll try and keep it short. The only people who are saying that the original Ghostbusters is not a comedy are people who didn't like the Paul Feig film and are now trying to convince themselves that what we've got with this is what they actually want. Yes, Ghostbusters is a comedy. The Paul Feig film was a comedy. This one, I don't think, is going to be very funny. I'll be honest, doesn't look that fucking entertaining. Um, And uh, this, this film is nails on chalkboard for me. I can't stand it. I, 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 there is, uh, I can't stand it. it Ian. Okay, so the, the official film bastard stance, though, is that the original Ghostbusters movies are comedies. Yes. Yeah. Oh, God, yes. Ian, can I quickly, and, and I see, Becky, you, you can be included in this as well, right? The marshmallows, state of marshmallow men, <laughs> right? Yeah. And the Paul Rudd thing, mm. is that going to be an actual scene or is that going to be some kind of dream or trip sequence? It'll be a scene. It just, it doesn't, the stitching of this trailer and the, what is it? It doesn't make sense to me. I don't know whether or not this is, what the fuck this is. When's it, 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 it feels like it's supposed to be set in the 80s, but it's not, it's set now. Yeah. They are, we worked this out, they're Rick Moranis's grandkids. grandkids. Yeah, yeah. He's right. Janice's kids, kids. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Janice, Janine, whichever. Right. And they just find all the, what is it, stuff, and then they accidentally let I all thought, the sort of a well. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was Egon's grandkids, but yeah, okay. Yeah, because she, get, she gets together with Rick Moranis, doesn't she, in, in the movies? Yeah. But who's to say that Egon doesn't supply a bit of Harold's Ramis? Yeah, that's a good point. So what you're saying is he might slide in there. Yeah. He's going to yeah. slide into her DMs. Yeah. Joe, you know I'm I'm fucking fine with this. Like tons of franchises change. I, I so, was fine with the uh, the girl Ghostbusters. I was fine with it. It was fun. Great. Really good time. My, this it, it looks good. I'm fine with it. I'm up. Um, I have. Fucking zero interest in seeing Ghostbusters call on the Stranger Things. Oh, it's got triangle face in it. But you can't just fucking dismiss so, it. So one actor out of fucking a TV show. Um, so I I I I feel like I've said this on Bastards before, but to make clear, it's not necessarily like I don't I I don't think it looks very interesting in all honesty, but. I'm also very, very annoyed that it's being made by a filmmaker who a few years back literally said, you'll know I've run out of ideas when I'm making a Ghostbusters film. And is now making a Ghostbusters film because he hasn't had a hit in fucking years and then has the audacity to make featurette content with his dad where it's like, it just felt like it was meant to be. It felt like the natural thing and it feels like home. No, fuck off. If the front runner had got you a best director nomination or something like that, you wouldn't be touching Ghostbusters with a fucking barge pole. Yeah. Fuck it, it just you, doesn't Jason feel like home. It feels like easy money. I don't think you can take the 
fucking politics behind the movie getting made into account when you actually watch the movie though i think that's just really harsh like it looks fun it looks all right it it's got mckenna grace in it who's a really good child actress but like, you've basically got child actress royalty in this movie i with don't Tim know who Wolfhart she is and mckenna grace who is like, she everyone else does though mark who is she though she's I've I've heard of her, but I I'm I'm not just doing this to wind you up, Max. I couldn't tell you who she is. I I couldn't tell. I know the name, but I couldn't tell you who she is. Thing is, you've probably seen her in stuff. I don't know. I'm no. I'm sure I have. I'm not. I'm not saying this to wind you up. Like, what what has she been in? What would I know her from? Okay, she's in Scoob, That's Annabelle comes home, uh, designated survivor, Captain Marvel. Can you just show me this so I can actually see what is that? Don't recognise that owl. Uh, let's go back. Captain Marvel, Troop Zero, Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, The Haunting of Hill House, The Bad Seed, Ready Player One, I, Tonya. She plays the young cool. Tonya. So she's, she's played the young versions of people in a lot of stuff over a long period of time. And she's like... Which was she in this? She is the girl. The little girl. She's like you can dramatically Park's little sister in it. That's wearing the glasses. That girl seems very young. Not really. Yeah, so she's about eleven, twelve. That's quite young, isn't it? Yeah, she's she's a young girl. All right. So I, I, I don't recognise a fucking eleven-year-old actress. I'm right. not a pedophile. Maybe to just keep an eye on, like you know. Stuff. This is a fucking weirdest fucking chasing I've had in a while. <laughs> I just you can't just dismiss actors because you haven't watched them in anything because you refuse I'm not, to watch television. I didn't dismiss them. <laughs> I did. You're like, oh, nobody in it apart from Paul Rudd. I didn't say that. I'm sure you have. <laughs> I didn't say that. What I'm saying is it's got a good it's got a good cast. <laughs> in that it's got basically child actor royalty in it in film Finn Wolfhart and McKenna Grace and then you're like who the fuck's McKenna Grace? I don't know who she is. Yeah, right, <laughs> you, you don't know who she is. But she got fucking royalty. <laughs> oh my god, you are so infuriating. <laughs> I look, I I I just the tra- taking Jason Reitman out of it. I I there's I don't know. I just like it looks. I, I I just there's nothing in it that gets me particularly excited. I don't know. I mean, like it's the, the, if, there's if one the, bit if that the got film's me mildly good, excited. then great. But yeah, there's one bit that got me mildly excited. Is it Slimer? No, it was. No, even that I didn't really like the the the, no, the ghost either. thing at, at the end when Dan Aykroyd answers the phone. Just hearing Dan Aykroyd's voice made me go, oh, I hope we get some Dan Aykroyd action in this one. So what you? saying is that you are gatekeeping ghostbusters as a property to your generation no. and you can't accept no i really liked paul fegan oh I, 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 hand me hand, if you were to say to me right now I'd love a sequel you can that, you can yeah. choose to either have a paul feig sequel to his ghostbusters which was very good and was true to the spirit of ghostbusters yeah. or and all of the Ghostbusters thing, not just the two movies, the TV series and bits like that, it caught that, or have one that is going to completely ignore the canon, the, 
is there, it would appear, to just rough shot over something because quite literally the studio couldn't take a bunch of fucking man babies crying and moaning about Ghostbusters being girls. Well, that, I think that's the thing, though, isn't it? I think it would have got a, a, a sequel to Girl Ghostbusters um, had it been better received. It wasn't. Studios aren't going to make sequels to movies. It, that it, are just... it, it wasn't well received because, sadly, people got their panties in a wad about it because they're going, oh... I can't have my childhood taken over by a bunch of girls. Yeah. Pathetic. Yeah, it is. You've let it them is. win. It's fucking stupid. And and they have let them win, but at the end of the day, studios are there to make money. It is. I agree with you on, on that. I think it's incredibly cynical. I also think it's cynical down to the point of where they've gone, right, how can we make this more? How can we make this just so likeable? to cast Paul Rudd. Well, I say it's like, right people really like netflix shit people really like stranger things let's get that kid out on stranger things in it oh shit people really like the children adventures of sabrina on netflix that's super popular why are you telling it with that girl let's get mckenna grace in it because she's not the one that actually plays sabrina yeah, she's I was, the one I was, I was taking the piss. um and it's like it felt like that with fair street as well like it was like they, there were so many cast members in fair street but then it was a netflix property so it was kind of forgivable but with this, it's like, it, yes, it is cynical, of course it is, but if it makes a new Ghostbusters movie that people can identify with, like, kids now aren't going to watch, like, the original Ghostbusters and go, no, I don't think they are. Did it? You can nod at me all you want. They do. I don't think kids now would. I disagree with you. Wholeheartedly. Isabel watched it. I it. Isabel's nearly 18 years old, Mark. I, I, I just disagree with you. I don't think you're right. I hope it's good. I just think the trailer's a bit. It, it just, it just, it looks, it looks all over the place. You hate Triangle Head, though, don't you? I do hate Triangle Head. Yeah. So we'll see. Any other trailers? Dune. Oh fuck yeah! It was that? That was after, wasn't it? Um. It looks all right. I think it's interesting that like I've seen a few people on Twitter be like, I'm looking forward to doing much more than I am No Time to Die. It's like, why why can't you have both? against each other. Yeah, yeah, no, it's a weird one. It's a weird one. Ah, oh, thank you, darling. Thank you very much, son. Cheers. Love you. Love you. Um, and, um, yeah, um, I think it's interesting. Apparently, in the film, they literally call it Dune Part One, which feels like a bit of uh, maybe maybe take out the Part One for now. You know, if it if you know, let's let's see how it does. Um, it's brave, isn't it? Um, it is a little bit, yeah, especially for that movie. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, like the Timothy Chalamet hive shouldn't be underestimated, but I don't know. It. I, I, I'm finding it hard to get hyped for it. Like I'm looking forward to watching it, um, you know, and I'm looking forward to seeing it on like an IMAX screen and it fucking just filling the wall, you know, uh, I, I, it, it's going to look incredible. Um, little bit worried about how up its own ass it's gonna be if i'm honest as a property though like it's 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 yeah. really hard work and, and from the trailer 
you've it, tried reading the book a few times. I have tried reading the book a few times, and I am, I I am a, a reader. Like I I can I can sit and drag my way through many many pages to get to the fucking juicy shit in the middle. But June, I've never managed to finish. It's like it's just hard work. Like I'm, I'm sure it's. I mean, it's interesting enough, and you keep going back thinking, well, this was interesting, but then you're like, but it's so boring. So very boring in its execution. As a book. Um, so I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how, how much this has got in it with regards to legs. Like, if it's really faithful to the book, I think it's going to turn people off. But then it's got, you know, it's got Oscar Isaac in it, who is a massive fucking thirst trap. Timothy Chalamet, Zendaya, and um, what's his name? Aquaman. Jason Momoa. Yeah. So, like, it, it's got... You're forgetting the Rebecca Ferguson. Rebecca Ferguson, isn't it? Um, Just you said thirst traps. Thirst traps down in Skarsgård. Thirst traps down in Skarsgård, yeah. <laughs> Shout okay. Ramplin's there. I mean, she's not a first trap. She was. She might have been back in the day, but fucking hell. Now she's just a moisture trap. She's rehydrating. Um, but yeah, like, I don't know. I, I really, I really want it to be good. I really, 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 really want it to be good. It's. I just get the feeling like, I, I think it's going to be impressive. Mm visually lush but there is a possibility like like you said it is going to be a little bit to eat your vegetables have some pureed broccoli yeah it is going to be a bit like that you can't eat real broccoli because we're on the the desert island of arrakis so here have some pureed broccoli that's been dehydrated and rehydrated for you much like charlotte rampling should have been <laughs> what the fuck has charlotte rampling done to you today does she know not who that girl is either <laughs> <laughs> You need to pay attention to the world around you, Mark. <laughs> Do I fuck? If there's one thing the past 18 months has made me realise, it's that no, I do not. John. Yeah, I, I, I am I am very much looking forward to June. But I'm going into it a little bit going, this is two and a half hours long. My, ex- my expectations are severely tempered just with June. I, I really want I want to enjoy it, and I want to want to be looking forward to it, but I'm kind of really dubious. I also don't want to go in and come out and go, that was fucking brilliant. When are they doing part two? Oh, never, because nobody else went to see this. Yeah. Yeah, but it's one of those for me that I'm really looking forward to, and I really hope it's good. But it's not like... with with. There's a couple of films that I'm really looking forward to for this year. One of them has been, like punted off the out of the three one of them has been punted off the expectation list because green knight who the fuck knows what's going to happen with that but the two that i'm looking forward to are june and Candyman. Candyman, if it's not amazing it's going to really disappoint me june i'm i'm like it's probably going to disappoint me so i'm just going to like be calm about it if that makes sense yeah any more I think, I think that's it. 
Cool. Right. <laughs> fucking hell. Should we do a different one first? No, let's fucking do it. I don't want to. Well, let's do it. I don't want to. No. So I'm shout here instead of me for a little bit. I don't want to shout anyone. <laughs> right, I'm going to get up the plot synopsis uh, from the I Am The DBs for Old. Uh, but Old is the new M. Night Shyamalan movie um, based on a graphic novel at Sandcastle, book screenplay written uh, by M. Night Shyamalan. Uh, and it stars uh, Gail Garcia Bernal, uh, Vicky Cripps, uh, Rufus Sewell, Alex Wolf, Thomas C. McKenzie, Abby Lee, um, Eliza Scanlon, and other people uh, turn, turn up there. Um, what does the IMDb say? A family on a tropical holiday discover that their scheduled beach, sorry, their secluded beach, my glasses are not quite focusing, uh, where they are relaxing for a few hours is somehow causing them to age rapidly, reducing their entire lives into a single day. Wow. Um, right, just to take a little quick temperature check, right? Um, <laughs> on M. Night Shyamalan. Right. I am I'm, I'm unequivocally not a fan, so I'm just going to put that out there, of his of him as a director. Um, Becky, where are you with him? There's ones I like and there's ones that I don't. Which is where most people tend to sit. Yeah. Yep. I think I probably like or can tolerate more than I don't, if That's, that makes sense. That makes sense. Um, like, giving it a squeeze through, glass and split shit, the visit shit, uh, Devil is really good. We didn't make that. But Roy, though, didn't we? Oh, no, we didn't make it. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'd, I'd probably skew more to being a fan than... Than not. Than not. And Ian, where are you more positioned to it? Uh, similar to Becky, I think. Uh, quite hit and miss. Yeah. Um, I mean, the, the Last Airbender really is a crime against cinema. Um yeah but um yeah yeah hit and miss right okay so oh right um becky i'll come with you first in this one you don't like children or old people no 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 were you predisposed to already dislike old possibly but i didn't realize that going in right i don't mind children when they're background children, pretentious cunt children, as are very much on the forefront in this movie, are like nails on a chalkboard for me. Um, one thing that I didn't notice from from your intro, did you say that he didn't write this? Yeah, he wrote the screenplay. He didn't come up with the idea. Okay. Yeah, Based on a graphic novel. So we can't even credit him with the interesting concept. So we can't credit him with the interesting concept and the terrible fucking execution is all his fault. Is that what we're saying? I, I, I'm saying if that's your opinion, then that's fine. So what, what we're saying is if the if the short story by... It's not a short story, it's a graphic novel. Sorry, the, the graphic novel by Pierre Oscar Levy and Frederick Peters. If that's great, then this is all M. Night Shyamalan's fault and he can fucking die and burn in hell. Is that what we're saying? <laughs> <laughs> Piece of shit. Ian, 
Moving on to youth briefly. <laughs> um, yeah. You liked Hall, didn't you? <laughs> I had a good time with it. I, th- I thought it was all right. I'm not going to... I think I think I don't necessarily think we're gonna have an argument. I, at least I don't think so because I I don't think Bex's opinion is necessarily invalid. There's some fucking bizarre choices made all the way through this film, but I was kind of into its vibe. I. It, it stressed me out quite a lot, but to be fair, I think the concept of the film predisposes me to being stressed out by it. Um, but I I thought that for every bizarre line reading or what the fuck are they saying moment, it was balanced out by that was kind of an interesting way of revealing that or didn't necessarily see that coming. Blimey. So I, yeah, I liked it. And I, I thought Gail Garcia Bernal and Vicky creeps their their relationship. I thought that was, it was actually really well played. Um, I've it, def, that definitely. Pro- wife and the guy. Yeah. Yeah. They didn't okay. characters. Um, yeah, I, yeah I, I would have ended it at a certain point five or ten minutes before the end of the film and I think you would have had a really interesting moral quandary which um, is what actually, I said this to you didn't I Bex mm. um, and, and just to make clear because all spoilers all the time I think if you ended it on the reveal of what was going on and hey we basically just found a cure for epilepsy and end it at that moment on, you know, on the drive home talking about, well, you know, a lot of people dying, innocent people dying, but the medical advances, how many people would that save? I think that's kind of an interesting dark way to end it on rather than the we got them kind of note that it does end on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I I I think the the very end is a misstep. Um, but yeah, didn't hate it. Like I say though, like if it if it, it appears, I mean, God, I hope it appears in your worst off at the end of the year uh, bets, because otherwise, what the fuck's the next five months got to bring? But um, <laughs> and I, I but I I completely understand that. So maybe this review's a bit anticlimactic, but. I really liked it. I'm not going to be at all trying to convince anyone why they should like it. It is a very, very subjective opinion on my part. Um, But I think Shyamalan knew what he was doing. But at times he's just a bit shit. But that's Shyamalan. See, the thing is, that's that's my issue, is I don't think he does know what the fuck he's doing. Like, I was giving him credit for the concept. It's not even his concept. The writing is shocking. Script-wise, it is fucking clunky as fuck. And it's awful. Like, and and, and the, the, the issue that I have with it is that 
I was really rooting for this movie. Like, as an idea, this could be a great movie. But in the hands of a hack like M. Night Shyamalan, it is just wasted. And nobody else can make this movie now for at least a few years. Well, I don't think ever, really. I think it's done now. No, it's done. And what a waste. What a fucking waste doing it the way that he did it. And it's it's all down to the writing and the script. Like, it's not the setting. It's not the idea. It, it's the way that it's been done. Like, it's beautiful looking. It's a good looking movie, yeah. Um, it's, it's decently acted within the parameters that the people had to act out that shitty shit. Not enough script. soul. No. Not enough soul. He he was he was. Not enough rubber soul. No. Um, he was a wrong one though. Not enough rubber soul. He was suffering from, suffering from mental illness. Oh my god! And the fucking thing with the with the with the girl, like, all right, yeah, she's got a calcium deficiency. Yes, her bones are going to break a little bit more easily than someone else. But turning around in a tunnel and then turning herself into that twisted whatever that she was, like, that's a really interesting concept. If they'd, if they'd, I said this to you, didn't I? If they'd, if they'd had someone break a bone and then it healed really quickly in, like, a twisted um, place because they didn't have time to reset it properly, great. Yeah, really creepy. What the fuck? Oh, my God. Yeah, this is really freaky. But having it all happen all at once as this, like, frenzied kind of thing in that tunnel just made it, like, tacky. Just really tacky. See, that's the thing. I, sorry, just to say, I watched that bit, and when she, like, consorted and all, all that, I literally said out loud, like, what the fuck? Like, I was in. I, I wanted to see the bit where they had to then crawl past her because they were back to the corner. Yeah. I wanted to see that bit, the awkwardness of them having to go up past her as she was literally dying. Wow, well, yeah. He's that bitch. The thing, the thing that pisses me off about this most is it could have been such a good film. It could have been really good and it just was shite. You've not really weighed in with your opinion, Mark. Do you want to weigh in with yours before you? Because you're trying to just go to, like, the sum up. And I want you to get in with, with yours. Um, uh, the thing is, and I said this on last week's show, I wanted to go into this. To, I, I actually wanted to enjoy this. And yeah, I thought it was a good concept, yeah. um, et cetera. But then a massive alarm bells started going off uh, with me on it. Um, where the um the kid um Trent was it yeah um and the uh the kid who wasn't allowed who the um Iqbal is it Iqbal yeah yeah no. uh, Idlib sorry Idlib yeah um when them two were having a conversation about something and they they spoke and i was like that isn't how kids speak oh my gosh let's grow old and get mortgages together yeah that one yeah and it's like right that's not how kids speak no and if that's how m like shaman's kids speak then i definitely want to punch them in the face um but then it started getting to the beach and i was going right this could be you know this is quite interesting it also stopped being interesting a little bit because 
I, I, I get the idea of a director's cameo, but have it as a cameo. Yeah. Don't have it as a main character. Don't have it as a well, main character, but, but as somebody who has to do more than just walk on screen. Mm. Um, but I, I was, there was bits where I was kind of enjoying it and going, right, this is, this is interesting. Like the, the, the fact that you had the guy already on the beach and you'd seen earlier the girl just walking into the sea yeah. and he's just... He, Mid-sized sedan. And he's just sat there mm. and it's like, and they're going, all right, that's interesting. And then it comes out that he's called Mid-sized Sedan. <laughs> and it made me go, oh it, it feels like, it feels like you've gone, you've, you've done a dad joke rapper name. Yeah, yeah. And it just, and then he was actually quite an interesting character. But then Rufus Sewell just stabs him to death mm-hmm. and we get left with less interesting characters. And it's, I actually, I, I agree that it should have ended earlier, but I think it should have ended even earlier than Ian said. I like the full fucking nihilism ending. Oh. Where um, the, the, the parents of both just died of old age at the night, and then the kids have woken up, like, in their, what, late 40s, early 50s? Yeah. Um, and they've woken up and realised shit we're gonna die by the end of by midday today mm. Mm. and i would have liked that it's just yeah it's just so so shittily written it, it, it's i i he's the problem is it, i i with i don't think i don't i don't really it, it's that he it's it quite interesting. But the thing is, I've watched his all the films, and his his dialogue writing isn't that no. terrible. No. But it, but it is. I mean, it, it's never hugely strong. But it, 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 in this, there are points where it is painfully bad. Yeah, really bad. Yeah. Where you watch it going, have you heard humans speak? Especially children. Yeah. Like yeah. the kids stuff is awful. Like awful, awful, awful. And the thing is, like, I, I was kind of like. I wish he'd give taken this idea that he's had and given it to someone else to write, but it's not even his idea. But then, so I wish he'd just left it the fuck alone. But then there are there are make. but then there are some interesting bits in it and some bits where you go, oh shit! Like when the girl walks out and all of a sudden she's pregnant. <laughs> that was a bit like, oh fucking hell. But I'm guessing that's in the graphic novel. It still happened in the movie though. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so. Th- <sighs> The thing is, I didn't like it, but I didn't despise it like you did, Becky. I hated it. Um, and I didn't... Really? I, and the thing is... Sorry. Um, <laughs> with, it, I can understand how if you... If, if you if it got you on board and it got you how you can kind of... Once you've once the ball's rolling, you can kind of... You can look the other way at certain bits and you can enjoy them for what they are. Um if anyone tries to tell me that it's a profound tale about growing old or anything like that, it, it's really not. I think it wants to be. Does it? And about corporate kind of manipulation and all this kind of stuff. I think it's got all these lofty ideas that it never quite pulls off. <laughs> mm. I, I mean, I'm, I, 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 I'm definitely on it I, I just I, I i just i don't think that m night Shyamalan is 
I don't think I'm ever tuned to his ears. I don't think I'm ever going to be. I, don't, I just don't think I like the way that he 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 he, he, he produces movies. Oh. Why? What? No, go in. Oh, I didn't know. See, I'm guessing you're definitely not shit. And I'm guessing Ian, that you're uh, definitely not. I'm Suspiria. You're Suspiria? Mm. Wow. Wow. I don't think I'll see a worse movie this year than that. Wow, fair enough. Uh, I'm just definitely not shit. And Ian, I'm guessing you're definitely not shit. You're shit. Yeah, I'm shit. Yeah, you said you're definitely not shit. Yeah, I'm getting confused. <laughs> you are getting confused. My glasses have got a thing on them. It keeps confusing me. Uh, our audience poll was definitely, definitely not, not shit, baby. Good movie. I mean, it's not a good movie. Good movie. I feel like even Ian, you said during it that it's not a good movie. <laughs> good movie. I feel like you're going to watch this with Donna in a few months' time, and then you'll come back and go, I was very mistaken. <laughs> I am never <laughs> watching Woman this all over again. again. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, one last thing though. Ian, do you have like a phobia of aging? Yeah, it terrifies like a... me. Yeah. Do you, Becky? No, no. And I don't give a shit about dying. So. I don't want to die, but I'm happy with aging. So, do we think that kind of could have played into a little bit of the, the tension grabbing of it all? Oh yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. Like, yeah. like I said, that's I was not, kind of like biased towards being weirded out by the premise. Yeah, that, that's I'm not, that's not a criticism for anything. I'm just saying that, 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 that certain things have different. They'll hit people in different ways because they're, they're different sort of feelings towards it. Yeah. yeah. Ever so sorry. Um. Uh, uh. My my mum's tried to call me a couple of times. I better actually answer her at some point. Um. I'm just gonna mute my mic. Um. But I'll I'll be back in a sec. All right. Yeah. So, I, I, all right. I, uh, please please continue. Go ahead. Our audience poll was definitely not shit, thirty-eight percent. Touching cloth, thirty-eight percent. Shit, zero percent. And Geostorm, twenty-four percent. If you'd put Suspiria in there, it would have been like would all it? of that, yeah. Would it? Um, hey, Hannah, you know, I think you really can't be a good rewatch of a TV show. Would you agree with that, love? Oh, yes, I would. Marvel's Agents of Shield. I think during, you know, global pandemics, storms, all of these things, it's quite nice to just sit down and burn through something that you've seen a million times. Absolutely. Nothing like a binge watch. Star Trek. Babylon 5. Because you could sit there for hours looking at serial killer documentaries. Absolutely. Uh, that Netflix. doesn't make you a weird person uh, at all. It doesn't. Yeah, you could watch documentaries that all seem to be about women killing men. Love you, darling. You could put off watching Daredevil for the 30th time. Harry Potter. But really, you can't be immersing yourself in the warm jumper of a rewatch of a show of or a, a franchise. beloved franchise. A beloved franchise. Lord of the Rings. Twin Peaks. From VHS compilations recorded off television, with the ad breaks, cut out of course, to DVD box sets of Sex in the City and, I don't know, Smallville. <laughs> Farscape Quantum Leap To giving up finding new content on Netflix And just having a comfort trawl through Star Trek The Next Generation Or Parks and Recreation I think that we can all agree There's a lot to be said for that You can't beat a good rewatch So, with that in mind Join Anna And Mike From Chinstroke vs. Panzer As we burn through some of our favourite franchises And share our immediate reactions to each instalment In both spoiler and non-spoiler sections To do that Do a search for the Rewatch Project With Hannah and Mike 
on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or whichever your favorite podcast provider may be, or go directly to anchor.fm forward slash rewatch project. We are proud members of the Pod Syndicate family of podcasts. Hey, you like my voice, don't you? It's enticing and exotic and sexy. Well, unfortunately, I'm just a promo guy being paid to advertise a movie podcast, and I can assure you that its hosts don't sound anywhere near as classy. But don't let my superior vocal talents discourage you and go listen to his film, Her Movie, the podcast where every episode, the hosts must each choose a film to watch and discuss that has a connection to the chosen theme of that week's show. So stop aimlessly scrolling through whatever streaming service you're on and let his film, Her Movie, give you an idea on what to watch next. You can catch it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bex, what have you been watching? On my own? Yeah, on your own, because I think you've watched some on your own, haven't you? I don't know if I have, Mark. To be honest, I've been playing a lot of Resident Evil Village. All right. So, hmm... I think I spoke about Colour Out of Space last time. I think you did. Okay. I was Colour Out of Space, which I've been wanting to watch for ages, but just kind of never got around to because I couldn't persuade you to watch it. And I don't... <laughs> I, if I watch films on my own, it tends to be during the day or um, when I'm waiting for you to get home and it felt like a nighttime movie. And I think you weren't feeling very well one day. So I thought, mm. okay. Night time, I watch Colour Out of Space. Colour Out of Space is fucking great. It's very um so it's a it's a Lovecraft story. So it's it's weird. And it's it's not necessarily hugely linear, I guess. Um but yeah, very, very good, very good film. Um Nick Cage, Julie Richardson, um, and their kids, all really good in it. Um, won't say too much about it, because obviously, just go out and watch it. But yeah, really good. If you like the whole Nick Cage resurgence of doing weird shit, then it's well within that vein. Um, I also watched Guns Akimbo. But I kind of wanted to talk to both of you about Guns Akimbo. All right, I'm going to leave that on the Um But apart from that, the only other thing I watched was Annabelle. Uh, Annabelle Far... Uh, no, not Far From Home, that's Spider-Man. It's a different fucking film. <laughs> Annabelle Comes Home. Um, rewatched that. that. What's that? That's the one with the... Is it one with, like, Geppetto in it? With McKenna Grace in it, actually, from the I Ghostbusters trailer. Um. So it's the one with the uh, she gets babysat there away doing stuff. And then the friend goes into the um, room of scary stuff and awakens everything, basically. Oh, what's this? Sorry. And Bob's got balls, isn't it? Bob's got balls? Bob's got balls. Yeah, I've lost me on this one forever. What? Annabelle comes home. I can't remember which one of the animals. There have been that many Annabelle movies. Oh, right. You had to tell me the film title, but yes. Bob's got balls. Yeah. (laughs) You need to rewatch Annabelle comes home. So basically he's the ball keeper for all the athletic teams. And then if they need a ball, they go, oh, Bob's got balls. 
and then he goes and gives them a ball. <laughs> Have I had a struggle before no, we started? I, I, I remember this. Okay. No, even though, I'll tell you what, Mark. This is your bits and bats. Continue. Um, all right, so now you're back in. Guns Akimbo is now on Amazon Prime. Yeah, the director of that film is a little bit reprehensible and it really put me off of watching that film. But I'm looking forward to seeing what you made of it, but I'm probably not going to watch it. I think you should. Like, you can't... I'm kind of willing on this one. Yeah, no, I get it. Like, it's cunt and stuff, but, like, Daniel Radcliffe isn't, and no, Samara but... Weaving isn't, and everyone else involved in that movie isn't. You can't just fucking dismiss an entire movie I know, I, because I, one guy's a dickbag. I know, but it still, it would make me feel icky watching it, and that's the same reason why I can't watch Ron Polanski movies anymore. Yeah, yeah, I'm the same with Polanski and Alan. Yeah. You know, I, I, I dearly, it's... dearly love a lot of Woody Allen films, but I'd be surprised if I ever watch one again. Yeah, it, it, it's the yeah, it's, it's, the, it's the ick factor. I just don't want to do it. Oh. What, is, is it good? Yeah. Stop really. bullying us. First your anti-old rhetoric, <laughs> and now this. I won't be having it. It's it's really good though. Like it's really good fun. Like it's it's got you know like the whole like uh, Scott Pilgrim shit that you like with the computer I'm game. Say you're not gonna fucking convince me on this no, one. No, I know. But like <laughs> the, the computer game shit that you like Ian, with the um. Like if Samara Weaving didn't fucking get me, oh, it's a bit like Scott Pilgrim, fucking one. No, but then it's also a bit like kind of. You're thinking of films. You're thinking Matt fucking hates this film as well, aren't you? <laughs> No, like John Wicky ickiness, like kind of the the, the 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 like really brutal violence that goes with that. I have an idea. Go on. Can I just watch John Wick again? I mean, yes, yeah, I fucking happily go with watching John Wick again. I keep asking you to, and you keep saying no. Um, but it's it's do you know what? It's, it's it's really sad because obviously like that that one guy's involvement is making this whole film get disregarded. Yeah, but I, I think it's just, I don't know, there's, there's a feeling of of now we need to stop occasionally just going and brushing it under the carpet. This guy, the fucker who, who made Jeepers Creepers made four movies after it, and he should never have made another movie after that. So there's that. I really like Jeepers Creepers, can't watch yeah. it anymore. Wasn't it Jeepers Creepers like three that you? No, it was Jeepers Creepers. Was it? Yeah. So yeah, the, 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 it's just that, that I can't can't do it because it feel it would feel icky to me. Then you'll happily sit and watch the Social Network again. You got Army Hammer in it. Well, I you know, but it might feel a little bit ickier if it turns out Army Hammer has done anything. What is it? It's obviously done some parts. Well, I, I, I prefer not to judge people until, you know... It's He's obviously about. done something. I, I, I think you, you, you... It's one of Ian's favourite movies. I think, really, you, you, you stretch it a little bit. He didn't He didn't write the movie and direct the movie. Well, then you're disregarding people's performances. I, no, I, I just don't want to watch the fucking movie. It's fine. If you don't want to Apparently, watch the movie. I'm getting... No, you, you are getting funny about it. I'm just saying there's a lot more people's work that go into these movies than the director. I agree with you. It's 
the director used to be a he facilitated Harvey Weinstein being a piece of shit. No, now you're stretching. No, you really are stretching. Even he said he should have done more. Yeah, it's a bit of a stretch that Rebecca. The the thing is, oh God, Tarantino is saying he probably should have done more. So should have a lot of people. Society has changed to the point where, you know, Jesus fucking Christ, you know me. I don't like get getting on witch hunty bandwagons and saying that people need to be cancelled straight away or anything like that. But I think the world has changed to the extent where if there's some obviously wrong shit happen, you know, this guy used the official Twitter account of Guns Akimbo to fucking go after people like that it's it's not it's not cool it just it's yeah i i i I, oh my god i will never for me it's one of those i don't criticize you for watching it or anything like that but personally oh god no 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 i have no interest in it's really i have an interest in watching the movie but my moral standpoint won't let me do it, and I might be wrong on that. And I, 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 it's why, but it is my standpoint to take. In the same way as I don't disagree with anybody else's. Um, what is that? Well, that's 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 perfectly fine. But the thing is, like he, there's nothing going to line his pocket pockets from individual streamings on Prime, and a lot of people worked on that movie, not just. That one shitty person. No, but I will put it another way. Um, I agree. A lot of people worked on that film, though those people have gotten paid and they probably wouldn't be getting that many residuals from this anyway. It I don't particularly want to watch that film and think, oh, that guy that guy good director you know he made a good film like the director and it's the whole you know it's a massive conversation about the authorship of films and who they actually belong to and whatnot but i i i am choosing not to watch that film despite the fact that i know that i will probably enjoy it because i i don't particularly want to enjoy something directed by that person it's it you know and to be fair like Max Landis stuff. Like I'll not be watching anything that Max Landis is creatively involved in ever again. Cause that guy's a fucking awful piece of human bilge as well. Yeah. You know, and it, it's, and I'm not necessarily going to like fucking pick it and say, this cannot stand. This person can never work again, but I am going to say that I'm not going to support them either. Create like in, in, in terms of like, praise for them on social media or on a podcast or financially you know and it, 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 that's the thing i don't want to hound anyone but i you know i'm not going to tweet these people because you know it's shouting into a fucking void and also i don't know what effect that could have on their mental health you know this this jason lie howden guy maybe he does regret this stuff maybe he doesn't but I, you know, certainly I don't know what his mental health is like, and I'm not going to be one of the people who are going to fucking at him and call him a piece of shit or whatever. 
but I can choose not to watch his films and not have an opinion about the film. Do you know what? And I, I, I 100% agree with you about that. Like, if, like, what, what, what's this guy meant to have done? Because I, I, I'm, I'm not hugely like off there with it. Okay, so. Is it historical now? No, it was pretty much when the film was coming out. So, okay, so what I'm saying is, like, if you choose to work with Polanski now, or you chose to work with Woody Allen now, then those films, maybe, yeah, I get it. But if you're you're Daniel Radcliffe and Samara Weaving and you've chosen to work with this guy... I'm not going to boycott Daniel Radcliffe and Samara Weaving. I just don't want to watch the film. No, no, what I'm saying is, is, is... their work is involved in this as well. Like, they maybe uh, wouldn't I, have chosen to work with him. Was that? Probably not. No. Uh, which is why neither did any promotional work towards yeah. it. And it got fucking dumped. It has got dumped, yeah. But it, it's a it's a sad thing of, you know, yeah, they probably didn't know that he was a prick when they were working with him or when they signed up to work with mm-hmm. him. But it's the unfortunateness of, you know, oh, well, we kind of got to fucking move on now. I'll watch that Mayhem movie instead, that one with Stephen Ewan and Samara Weaving. That's supposed to be really fucking good. You like that, didn't you, Ian? Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, Mayhem's yeah. A, good, a, good, a good bit of fun. Just, just, just for context, I'm not going to get too into this, but essentially what happened, like about a week before the film was supposed to come out, um, there was a whole controversy where an editor-in-chief of a, a blog that I don't think is going anymore, much ado about cinema, um, the editor-in-chief was using the N-word, she, and she was white, um, in a group chat. And that got leaked out. And then people did pile onto her. And then she tweeted an apology video that also indicated a suicide attempt. Now, what happens from there? Jason Lee Howden it tries to uh, like defend her and whatnot, which, you know, fair enough. He writes a thread calling her critics woke cyber bullies and tweeted out a list of the former staff of that site. Um, uh, no, no, no. Sorry. Um, on, uh, sorry. Let me just read this. On Friday, he wrote a free thread calling her critics woke cyber bullies, tweeted out a list of much ado's former staff in order to open them up to bullying and defended the use of the slur. He wrote the private DM that was maliciously leaked was obviously an ironic joke. Can't believe anyone would think she was being serious. Uh, A writer, uh, Valerie Complex, then uh, tweeted uh, shots of his uh, tweet uh, of his tweets and was criticizing them. Um, Howden then targeted uh, Complex and another writer who goes by Dark Sky Lady, who blogged about white slash non-black people of colour for giving racial abuse towards black uh, people. Uh, he then sent them harassment from both his personal Twitter account and the Guns Akimbo account. Um, one such tweet, these toxic, disgusting film writers bullied Diala Elbia from much ado about nothing uh, about cinema until she com- com- contemplated suicide. Um, tweeted screenshots of complexes and dark skies ladies twitter accounts um and uh yeah um the thing but the thing is they were only reacting to his tweet they had nothing to do with it going in um so he's based he was basically kicking off at these uh well at least one black woman criticizing him 
for base for fucking saying that this at the N word was obviously used in jest. Um, he since apologized for it. Um, but just not a, not a great dude, you know, not very understanding. I mean, it's the whole having an opinion about, about an experience, like about someone else's personal experience that you have no fucking way of knowing. And then really doubling down on that and essentially sicking people on these women for writing critical pieces of him. Mm. It's, it's not great. What else are you watching back? <laughs> I think that's um, I think that's about it on my own. Yeah. Should we do what we've been watching together then? Can do. Yeah. What have we watched, Bex? Uh. Guns of Kimbo again. <laughs> yeah, let's not do that again. Um, we we watched Beer Fest, didn't we? Mark? We would watch Beer Fest. Oh you? yeah. I've not even I've not even registered that on my letterbox. Out Why? Of, I think shame. Why? You liked it. I did like Fear it. Fest is a good movie. It is. And the thing is, it, it's because we're currently going through without Becky realizing all all of Jay Chandraska's movies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> When's the Dukes uh, of Hazard coming? Yeah, well, probably last. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, that was yeah. Um, for anybody who's not watched Beer Fest, um, or for everybody who hasn't watched Beer Fest, should I say, um, it's a movie where two brothers, their grandfather dies, played by Donald Sutherland. Uh, they're of German descent, so they go to spread his ashes in Germany. Um, and then find out that they're actually that he's a disgraced ex-stable boy that stole this German beer recipe. And so they vow to stand up for his and their grandmother's honour, who is also accused of being a whore, um, by, a whore. by going back to win beer fest. Um, and akin to the other Broken uh, Lizard movies, it's kind of... You go back into it thinking... Oh, God, is this going to have just aged horribly? And you realise that, no, because they're, they're not as mean. No, they're not. No. As you think that they were. Um, and they're kind of soppy. And the only the people... stereotypes in them are very gentle, aren't they? Yeah, they're they? gentle. And they're yeah. almost... They're almost Germans like, are good at beer drinking. Yeah, they're almost nodding, right, yeah, wink, going, going, look, look at what we're doing. Look at what we're doing. Yeah. And it, it's kind of like that. And I kind of like it. So I got on quite well with Beer Fest. Also, there's tits. There is tits in it. And, and yeah, that's always good. Um, really bad fake tits, but there are. Yeah, they, that, you know, you've got to, you know, got to take what you made? get sometimes. 2006. 2006. Yeah. So yeah. And the, 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 beauty, the beauty of, of literally killing off a character and then bringing him straight back and then just making a point of saying oh my god let's call you by the same name and let's pretend you never left <laughs> yeah. yeah uh but then also having people like will forte um playing sub characters in it and uh eric christian olsen is also quite fun no do you know what? It, it was really good fun yeah uh becky was spider-man far from home good fun again i really like spider-man far from home 
got to take Dylan Hall in it. Just have Jake Gyllenhaal in it. Jake yeah. Gyllenhaal is 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 the hottest fuck in this movie as well, so that helps. He's quite cool, isn't he? He is literally. But he's also he's also a badad. He's a he's a daddy. He's a baddie daddy in this movie. <laughs> All right. <laughs> but yeah, I, I think he's really good. Like, I think you're watching it and you're like, even though you know he ends up being a baddie, you're like, oh, I just really wish you were a goodie. And you could be in like future movies because he's, he's really good in it. Like, as Mysterio, if he was just Mysterio rather than just like this weird cryptic character, um, I think it'd be really good. But yeah, I think, um, I think Zendaya's kind of shit in this. Yeah, she's not good on rewatch, is it? No, no. She's quite two-dimensional. She's very, like, case you chewing her face, being trying to be awkward when she's really not. Because yeah, like, you know Zendaya isn't awkward. A, I don't think it's awkward. There's a bit too much of a trying to essentially pretend to, to, be, to be overtly edgy. Yeah. That it's yeah. kind of like, right, you, are, you have polished your edginess so much that you're a sphere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't think she's good in this at all. And I don't mind her as an actress, but I think she's kind of crap in this one. Um, um, but yeah, like the the best friend and the weird friend getting into a holiday relationship and going home and then like breaking up. It's kind of a fun little dynamic. There's the... the, the um, all the marvelly shit that goes on. And then it turns out that they're... Um, what they're called? Scrolls. Yeah, sounds right. Scrolls. Yeah, that's that's kind of fun. Um, and then Nick Fury's just actually sat in like a beach holograph thing on a spaceship. Fun. It's 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 really good. And I think what's um what's quite good about it is like there's 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 a there's a bit of deepness to it because obviously he's mourning the loss of Tony. Mm. but it's fun and it's it's lighter and I'm saying this to you when we were watching it what was nice like you've got this and you've got Ant-Man that are that, that are kind of both around the same sort of few years yeah that are just they're offshoots of the the main Marvel thread yeah and they're fun whereas like when you watch the main Marvel thread it's it's really quite bogged down by the by this point. Mm. Um, so yeah, I, I I really 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 enjoyed my rewatch and the the, the kind of implied relationship between Happy and Aunt May was quite fun as well. Although she would never go for Happy. No, but John Favreau does end up casting himself or, or getting cast with women that are well out of his league. Is kind of like a almost become like a thing. Uh, that, oh, is, really? that is there yeah it, it's okay. quite it's quite amusing um i struggled with it this time oh did you yeah it's it, it, it's it's fucking it's long and it, and it, it is long it plods a little bit too much and i, I don't know the, it, it, it feels too insignificant in the water is it and everything that then but then everything just seems to happen quite nicely yeah, and it, it, it bothered me a little bit. Uh, I still enjoyed it, but it didn't it, it didn't play for me as well. Uh, and we've got two more, and then we'll go. Okay, well let's keep with the theme. Yeah. We watched Deadpool two. Yes, we did watch Deadpool two. Cool. It's fucking great, it's Deadpool two. Enjoyed it more this time than yeah, I did last time. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. 
it it really I enjoyed it the first time. I think this is maybe the third watch of it, I think. Uh I enjoyed it the first time. I think the second time was a little bit too close to when I watched it the first time. Okay. Uh but I really, really liked it this time. I think we watched it quite quite close to when you recorded last time and I wasn't very well. Mm. And I think because I was not very well, I was maybe a little bit more emotionally vulnerable than I should have been. I bawled my eyes out in there through the bit where, like, Deadpool dies yeah. at the end. Um, but it's quite, it's quite, a, like, emotional movie. It, it, when it's just wrapped up in all this kind of irreverence and, like, sarcastic bullshit and swearing and yeah. stupidness that you kind of get away with it but it's actually kind of like it's an odd one that that Deadpool is about a guy getting over the loss of his partner Mm. and then him realising that he should have done more to help a kid who was sexually abused not not necessarily sexually but abused yeah Um, it's about that it's Mm. but but it's Deadpool too yeah it's a it's an oddity, but I it's deep, not deep. But yeah, but I really, really got with it. Yeah. And the fact that it's because it is, I think I, I thought it in my brain. I like, the reason I haven't gone back to rewatch it before is I thought it drags quite a bit, but it don't. It no, fucking no. flies by, yeah, it and it's a lot more of the jokes landed for me this time. Uh, uh, Brolin was better in it than I remembered as well as as Cable. Yeah. It's that, I, and I'm still, I'm still out, and I, I still don't think we're getting another one. Oh, I want one. Still don't think it's happening. One. Yeah, I, 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 I could see there being some sort of ensemble it. film. Sorry. I was just gonna say, shirt cocking it should be in everyone's kind of vocabulary. I, 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 I am upset at the, at the, at the, the loss of T.J. Miller because T.J. Miller is a prick oh. because he is a very funny man. But he's also a prick. And I realised that that I can't hold the moral high ground on this after the Guns of Kimber thing. But let's not get back into that. Um, <laughs> but yes, the shirt cocking it scene is still very, very funny. Yeah. Sorry, Ian, what were you saying? Um, but just uh, if if Deadpool's going to come back, I could see it being in an ensemble. Like I don't know how you have a Deadpool, like a, an actual Deadpool film in the mcu but i can kind of see deadpool in the mcu but then that's just gonna be like it's gonna be so toothless isn't it i, I just i i, I, I it, it's more i don't see how disney can square that circle them, with themselves mm. making a deadpool movie it's like blade though isn't it you know, like Blade being in the MCU, Deadpool being in the MCU, it kind of feels like, you know, you maybe you could have offshoot films that maybe are R's or 15s, and then they can just turn up kind of as ancillary characters in Avengers films. Like they don't need to be one of the leads, mm. you know, and, and, and then they just turn up, you know, there. But or maybe they just don't turn up. Maybe they just have their own adventures. It's in the same world, but they're also not a, like world event, like world-based Avengers. You know, they're not yeah. Captain America. They're not the Hulk. They just 
aren't in those fucking films. Yeah, you, 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 Deadpool's very good at making fun of the fact that the Avengers, that the X Men, sorry, that he comes into contact with are like the sub of X Men. You, you could literally have something like somebody turning around to Doctor Strange and saying, well, "What about the that mercenary guy?" And they go, well, "No, we are not. We are him. not having him." Mm. Yeah. That, that is what yeah. he is, the Merc with the mouth. And you could literally have like Spider-Man saying, no, he tried to do things to me last time, or something <laughs> like that. You, you, you know, you, they could make a, a, a fun of it. I just, I don't know, I, don't, I, I still think Disney is stalling to the point of where... It may never happen. Where they can, where just the air is not a balloon. But then they have him uh, in a trailer for... Uh, uh, they have him as Deadpool... And Korg from uh, Guardians. It is Guardians? No, uh, Thor. Oh. Yeah. Um, in a trailer for Free Guy. Mm. So they clearly still want to keep that property known. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, we've got one more, Bex. I know, but I need to pee. Well, fuck you, got one more. Talk. This is This is not I'm the professional. This is not the professional attitude that bastards <laughs> expect. Um, our last one, I promise. Uh, we watched Blood Diamond. Nice. I suggested because I didn't think Becky would say yes, and then she said yes. <laughs> um, I genuinely think that Blood Diamond might be one of the most underrated movies of the past twenty years. <laughs> wow, we all right. Yeah. I gen- I'm not saying it's one. Of, I'm not saying it's one of the best. But I think it might be one of the when people talk about DiCaprio, you get a lot of shouts for um, you know the Tarantino work he's done, but you also get a lot of shouts for the Scorsese work he's done, and people tend to focus on those movies um, there. But I think him in this is as good as as he's been in anything. Um, the story might not sit well with some people because it is quite a it's quite a hard film to, to watch I think for people yeah. you know you, you you have a brutality that didn't exist a hundred years ago shown to you it's a brutality that existed within everyone's lifetime and that still exists now and that people literally just tried to ignore, ignore yeah but why, what I think about Blood Diamond and what I think makes it a really great film and I said this to you at the time when we were watching it is this could have been a really dry eat your vegetables kind of movie it's about blood diamonds and the the harvesting of those mm. but it's not it it's an action movie that has those elements in it but it doesn't diminish the message that it's putting across by making it more of an accessible watch what it does by making it a more accessible watch is get that message to more people the the thing i've always liked about blood diamond is it basically, it basically shows you the only good people in these situations are the people who don't benefit from this. Mm. So the only uh, good person in this is Solomon. He's the only good and true person in there. Mm. His entire motives throughout the entire thing are not pure. money. Yeah. They're pure. They are. They, Vin Diesel would be on board. They are just family based. Really family. It would, yeah. Um, whereas everybody else's um, DiCaprio's character, although he becomes good, he is, his 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 motives are monetary. Monetary, you know, Arnold Vosler, monetary. 
Jennifer Connelly. The generals, any of Jennifer Connelly. And it, it, Clout. It, and it doesn't, what is it? It, it? it shows you these people and says, look, these people, they might not be, they're not the good guys. But trust me, they're not the bad guys that you should be going for. Mm. The bad guys you should be going for are not here. They're sat in London, London yeah. and New York and Paris in suits. These are the bad fuckers because these fuckers don't exist without those fuckers. But these fuckers die and those fuckers still profit. I, I honestly, like as, as much of a, a throwaway action movie as it, as it may seem, I... When we watched this for the first time, sat and had a little talk to myself about did I own any diamonds that that could have potentially come out of that? And the only the only ones that I could is my engagement yeah, ring, <laughs> which is an antique. So I can't do an awful lot about that now. I mean, they probably didn't come from modern blood diamonds because it's like nearly two hundred years old. Well, yeah, exactly. But you know. But 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 any diamond that's two hundred years old didn't come from a good place. No, <laughs> but I can't do anything about the people that suffered for that one now. Oh yeah, that's what I'm saying. That one's gold. Everything else, I just I just like like quirky looking stones. So I think I'm all right. I mean, my um, eternity ring that I'm going to ask you for is going to be a shell one because you know shell. Yeah. Ian, what have you been watching this week? <laughs> Uh, so I've got a few. Um, took Lottie and a couple of her friends to the cinema and we saw The Croods 2, which um, has apparently only been out for a week, despite the fact that I think that film was made in 2014. Um, and uh, yeah, a um, little bit disheartening that it was a Sunday afternoon. Weather wasn't um, amazing. And uh, we were the only people in there. Um, you know, it's it, second week of release, but still little oh dear about it all. Um, and yeah, I, I had a good time with it, actually. Um, that seems to be the general consensus. <laughs> yeah, made me laugh several times. Um just very goofy, very colourful. Moral is like very identical kids film kind of stuff. But uh, I think it works. And then at the end, Tenacious D do a cover of I Think I Love You. It's <laughs> like, all right, then fine. Did you say Tenacious D? I'm pretty fucking sure it was Tenacious D. Fucking hell, I, I need to hear that. Um, hang on. I swear it was Jack Black. Yeah, I think I love you by Tenacious D. Ah, oh, fuck. That's getting added to every playlist I have. <laughs> Sorry, carry on. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, Jack Black does a duet with Haim at one point as well, by the looks of it. I don't remember that, but okay. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. I fucking love that moment. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, fucking right. Um, and Jack Black's not even in the crudes. That's the funny thing about it. It's just, they just got Tenacious D to do a fucking cover. Um, I mean, the, the scores by Mark Mothersbar. Um, I wonder if maybe those, they, they know each other or something. I, but yeah. Um, yeah, but no, no, the crew too, honestly, pretty, 
pretty fucking good time. I I like it more than I remember liking the first Croods. So there you go. Um, only other one of the the, the stuff uh, other than the stuff we're covering. Um, I watched uh, watched the first two Guardians films in preparation for the Suicide Squad. All right. Um, and uh, yeah, it. I you really were, really you were lukewarm on two, weren't you? Yeah, I was. I was. And I, I like Guardians of the Galaxy the same as I did as I did before. I, I really like Guardians of the Galaxy. Just the fact that they like they introduce all those characters in that film, and by the end of it, it's just like, yeah, I like these guys. I want to see them do more shit. You know, it, it's very, very, very well done. Two, um, I think it it is just it is a bit too long. Yeah, it's kind of got the content to get away with it. I think I like I liked it more than I did the first time round, and I I don't necessarily know why that is. Um, but yeah, I I I I think it's fun. I think the the whole thing with like Yondu, like he might be your father, but he was never your daddy, is. And that that whole kind of relationship that Yondu Yondu has with Peter, I'll be honest, does come a little bit out of nowhere after the first one. You don't really get the sense that their relationship was that close with the first one. Um, But they do a good job of pulling it off. And I mean, it's a really good starring turn by Michael Rooker, you know, and who the fuck thought we were ever going to get that again? And yet here he is, starts off the film like an absolute boss. Do you remember the first shot of Michael Rooker in this film? Yes. Michael Rooker looking out at like an icy nothingness, zipping up his trousers after shagging two alien sex robot things. Yep. And he's there just there with his belly, zipping up his trousers like a fucking boss. Um, and, you know, a an arc of the film is Michael Brooker wanting to get the respect of Sylvester Stallone. Great. That's great. Yep. Um, you know, I, I, Chris Pratt is fine. He's never better than when he's talking about um, all the shit he's going to create. <laughs> and he's like talking about like the statue of Pac-Man and he's just like I'm gonna make some weird shit and it just hangs on him for a second before <laughs> it cuts to the next line and it's great you know um yeah I it colorful was fuck really really good action again they all get decent arcs I mean Gamora is a little bit it is just a bit will they won't they with peter um which is which is a bit of a shame but yeah i i i like volume two i don't like it as much as guardians of the galaxy i think that that film as a kind of an origin film for a superhero team is nigh on perfect in my eyes um but i i still think it's very very good I am fucking pumped for the Suicide Squad, and especially considering how well it seems, it kind of feels like the Suicide Squad is going to do both critically and commercially. 
he is going to be Billy Big Bollocks going back to Marvel now. And it is going to be, I don't need you. You need me. Let me do my fucking thing again. And I really, really like that. Um, and I I kind of like that in the Taika Waititi way with Love and Thunder as well, where it feels like those two films are really going to fucking stand out in the next few years of Marvel films. I think Black, Black Panther Wakanda Forever has its own place in standing out for very different reasons. But Taika Waititi and James Gunn continuing to make films within the MCU is exciting to me. As following on from the discussion last week, it to me, it's not, oh, fucking hell, they're being forced to do that again. Nope. James Gunn could have just as easily said, fuck right off when Disney asked him back volume three. But he yeah. didn't. No, he's, he, 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 he's, he's gone back in there holding all the cards. Holding all the cards, but also classy as fuck that even, like, he is winning. That man is fucking winning, and you love to see it. Fuck it, I am so fucking pumped for the Suicide Squad. Let's I'm go. Involved, yeah. Is it, yeah. Is it, is it a 15? Oh, it's got fucking, it's got to be. Yeah, it is a 15, isn't it? Because it's got some fucking F-bombs and violence and shit like that. I think that's what I'm kind of looking forward to, seeing what he can do with that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, so, uh, right. Cool. Moving on. Ian, Night of the Kings, Becky. That <laughs> um, you didn't watch. Uh, is... Written and directed by um, Philippe Lacourte. I'm going to say Philippe because he's French. Um, and stars, uh, what have we got here? Um, Bakary Kone, uh, Sigur Swadego, and Steve, name I'm not going to brutalise. Um, what it's about, a young man is sent to uh, Maca prison uh, in the Ivory Coast. A prisoner of Ivory Coast in the middle of the forest ruled by its prisoners. Uh, with the Red Moon rising, he is designated by the boss to become the new Roman and must tell a story to the other prisoners. And doesn't really give across the story. So, effectively, you have... It's a prison in the jungle of the Ivory Coast where one of the inmates essentially runs the prison. If that inmate, the inmate that is chosen from the prison, becomes ill, they have to kill themselves. <laughs> um, he has become ill, but doesn't think that he's quite at that point. If there is a red moon, they have to have a storyteller, have to tell a story of the night of the red moon. And he uses this to get a little bit of extra time, let's say. Mm-hmm. Um, and at the same time to try and use the exuberance that happens within this to maybe knock off a couple of his rivals who are pushing for him to, to kill himself essentially to do the right thing that he knows he's supposed to do yeah um ian you recommended this to, to us didn't you because you you watched it uh, for review for vodzilla i believe 
Yeah, yeah. That's so right. People yeah. go to Bodzilla and read his review on that. Uh, I haven't read it yet because I don't read reviews for movies that I haven't watched yet, but I will be reading it. Um, Night of Kings, Ian. It's a bit good, isn't it? Yeah, it's just a bit good. Um, I, for me, one of the best films of the year so far. Um, fucking fascinating bit of world building. Like, just really great, like, combination of the known and the unknown. Like, the the start of the film, the only thing that makes you think, this is a bit odd, is the fact that this prison is literally fucking surrounded by jungle. Like, it's a great, great fucking establishing shot. And then it's like your traditional fresh meat being welcomed into the prison where, like, the... uh, all the inmates, so like in all the levels and whatnot, are fucking shouting at him and whatnot. You know, it's like, oh, okay, it's just gonna be this, is it? And then very quickly, it's like, no, no, this prison has its own kind of like bizarre feudal system, and the guards are basically just like, yeah, we're gonna stay out the fucking way. <laughs> And um, it, it, yeah, just this the the, the whole the, the the story it's got to tell about like societies surviving on mythologies that on the outside in seem fucking ridiculous, but on the inside they are basically life. You know, it, it's quite frankly, you look at Christianity, it's like. You look at that on the outside looking in. It's like, you believe in what now? And yet, that is what billions of people believe in. You know, and, and this this prison, this ecosystem here, it's just, this guy's the king. When he gets, when he's ill, he's got to kill himself. There's a red moon. And when the red moon happens, you have to tell stories. But not only that, as these stories are being told inmates around him are almost like telepathically fucking keying into what is being said and what is about to be said and start either singing or doing interpretive dance around him yeah it's fucking incredible shit to watch yeah when they when when he started telling the story and then you know it i I wasn't as into the um the sort of the, the 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 flashings of the story being shown to you as well but the the interpretive dance element to it was fucking fascinating like the and, first time that happened i was like what the fuck's happening here like yeah in the best way <laughs> and you think oh okay and they just taking the piss and then when it starts to happen more you're like all right no this is happening and then when you have a a fight later on and you go hang on a minute has this just become West Side Story for a little bit? <laughs> yeah. This is brilliant. <laughs> and the, the, the atmosphere of it is absolutely fantastic. Um, in the sense that the movie, effectively, isn't it? It is just a person talking. The majority of it. For a lot of it, yeah. There's not that much that goes on. Mm. You know, it's... 
I said it to you after because you 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 were feeling great this morning. You went uh, you you couldn't watch it. Um, but I said to you, didn't I? That um, it at points to us almost not in terms of for the way that it feels, but the 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 idea of how it's constructed felt at points almost Gilliam esque. Yeah. Um, in that, in that, more so the the sheer confidence of going. This is the movie I'm going to make, and mm. I, I hope people like it. But if they don't, I'm not going to compromise the movie that I want to to make. And the cast are all brilliant with it, but it still feels like a gritty prison drama of sorts within it. Yeah, yeah, it but does. I, but I, I thought this was going to be a a gritty prison drama. And it's not a gritty prison drama, but it still has those elements to it. It is a completely di- different film, but in a way that I was like, all right, it's not it's not pretentious in any way at all, but it's definitely an art house movie. Mm. And it's probably the first art house movie I think we've had in the past four or five years that hasn't used a cello score or neon. Um, it's it's got a similar vibe to me to that one that we watched with the couple that moved to the UK um, into a house and then the house was haunted. What was that one? Called? Oh, her house. Yeah. His house. His house. His house. His house. Yeah. yeah. It, 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 like, like, just like. Yeah. Yeah. There is. Uh, yeah, yeah. Definitely. There is. I part of it, didn't I? Yeah. But it's. Like you say, it's a, it's a fascinating piece of work. Mm. Um, and then as it goes along, you just you kind of start getting caught up in the, I think it's almost like the the adrenaline of it, but it's not like a adrenaline fueled movie. Mm. Yeah. No, it's not. I mean, it's it's interesting because I know um, you were saying that you weren't really into kind of like the uh, the flashes of the story. But I thought it was interesting how it starts out basically him just kind of like saying what happened to uh, what was it, Zuma King. Yeah, I think they call it like what kind of what happened to him. And then it goes into kind of like the origins of his birth and then like his family history. It kind of becomes more mythical as Roman is getting more confident with his storytelling. And by the end, it's kind of like like straight up like a fucking CG spirit animal fight almost. Uh, but I, I, I liked how that represented just the power of his storytelling growing and growing. Um, yeah. And, and again, the start of this film, you wouldn't think how is it like what's going to happen in the third act. Well, someone's going to tell a story that makes people seem to involuntarily start um, doing interpretive dance while it also cuts to what's actually happening in the story where there's CG beasts fighting each other and shit. You just wouldn't say that from the start of the film. You know, it, it honestly, it's one of those things where I think you could probably say you've never seen anything like it. Yeah, it isn't, and then the ending is such a done. 
Yeah, yeah, it 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 ends quick. <laughs> yeah, it does. It, 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 you, and then you go, oh, I fucking care. Right. <laughs> all right. So nothing got wrapped up there at all, but it doesn't leave on a. It, it doesn't end on a cliffhanger either. <laughs> it's yeah, brilliant, absolutely fantastic um, film. Yeah, very, very definitely not shit and um. My boy Paul saw this and Riders of Justice, I think, the same weekend at the same, Chapter same day. in Cardiff. Or was it? It was the same day. Same day to like, build them. Yeah, both at Chapter. Uh, Chapter's a great fucking cinema. And it's like, I, I will say, one of the great things about, uh, you know, the silver linings of this whole kind of like um, film distribution pattern changing, Chapter used to get hot indie shit like a week or two after other places for some reason that seems to be changing and they're getting shit day and date now and that that's fucking great like they're playing the sparks brothers uh this this week and i'm going to try and catch a show in of that um and that 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 thing is weirdly not playing in many places it's it's kind of weird how small that a footprint that is considering it's directed by edgar wright but being able to see night of the kings and riders of justice on the same day on a big screen what a fucking treat yeah absolutely that, that it, it's great um very good film definitely not shit um wasn't sure to get to it didn't do an audience report for it um and also i'm not sure how many people would have seen it but um uh, when it comes it's across, on vod yeah Sorry. it is on vod and it is it's a good recommend it is not a it's not a drag yourself through it because it's worthy watch it's a really interesting watch yeah yeah uh and it's about 95 minutes as well sorry yeah so moving on to something that let's see if it was an interesting watch or if it's a worthy watch um the 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 sequel 26 years later to longer than that actually isn't it that was not no, no, 25 years later sorry uh to space jam directed by One malcolm say it wasn't Lee. long enough uh starring lebron james don Cheadle, um zendaya's voice um, the Looney Tunes, Stephen Ewan, yep, uh, Sarah Silverman, and just, yeah, just a bunch of, of just intellectual property uh, was in this movie. What's it about? A rogue artificial intelligence kidnaps the son of famed basketball player LeBron James and has to work with Bugs Bunny to win a basketball game. Short and sweet. Ian. Space Jam, A New Legacy. Um, it's the movie nobody asked for. Is it the movie you wanted? So when you started reeling off the uh, the cast and whatnot there, I just leaned back, leaned into my chair. I just thought, I don't want to talk about this. Um... What a fucking, like, just nihilistic bit of fucking death of cinema shit this is. Definitely shit, moving on. It's awful. Mark, don't you dare. (laughs) I honestly, I don't know what Mark thinks of it. I honestly don't. You can't say anything. 
Did you watch Space Jam, Becky? I did not. No, I <laughs> Okay. All right. I like with the greatest of respect. If you haven't seen, but no, like I I respect your opinion for not liking old. If Mark is about to say that he liked <laughs> Space Jam, I might actually quit the podcast. <laughs> I've seen neither Space Jam. I what I will say is Space Jam: A New Legacy should not exist. There's no idea in this that is new whatsoever. Um, it's it's baffling that this movie exists. Um, the people who made it and the people who wrote the screenplay, and there's an awful lot of them for some reason, <laughs> um, are entirely to blame for this movie. Um, the problem with it is there was there was a few moments that I actually quite enjoyed, but as we clarified earlier, you are an idiot. I am an idiot, and I I I am a sucker for the Looney Tunes. So the first time when Bugs Bunny gets LeBron James to chase him, um, and he paints a tunnel, although what is it, and then runs through it, and then LeBron James. Yeah, that was runs, fun straight into it I laughed and then LeBron James turned around and going what did I expect to happen there it's a bit like going yeah and then a train comes through and hits him afterwards (laughs) (laughs) and I laughed Um, them thinking they found Michael Jordan and I didn't know about this by the way no neither did I it was good so they think it's half time they are thousands of points down in the game right and they're in the uh, in essentially the changing rooms, and LeBron James is trying to get up and like that. And then I believe it's Elmer Fudd and your Sammy Sam think they have found Michael Jordan, okay. and they bring it out. And it's just Michael B. Jordan stood there with a thing of popcorn, just going, "Hey guys, you doing alright out there?" Fucking <laughs> killed me because. Michael B. Jordan is such a sport for doing that. And he manages to be incredibly adorable and likeable for just a few seconds of screen time. And in that time, you're just thinking, oh, Jesus fucking Christ, come back, Michael B. Jordan. Yeah, be, because, be in this film. Be in this film, please. Because, yeah, because at the back point, I was, I was thinking, I really hope right now that they turn around and go, uh, and Michael B. Jordan goes, I'll give it a go. And he just plays basketball and it turns out that he's crap at it. Or something like that. Um, so, but the problem is, the constant trying to shoehorn bits of Warner Brothers property into it is, without question, the worst bit of it. Um, so, I just did I like it? No, I didn't hate it though. Um, I would go as far as to say that I am I'm somewhere between Geostorm and Def and, and, and Touching Cloth in the Ugh. sense that it's way too long. I mean, it is. It's it's twenty twenty five minutes too long, 
and I don't quite get the core story of it. Like, what LeBron James is an overbearing father. I don't get what LeBron James gets out of this, apart from the fact that he looks a bit like a dick. And, you know, and the actual reality of it is LeBron James isn't a dick. He's actually a very nice man. Uh, but, 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 but this is the thing. The storyline is about how he doesn't understand his kid. Yeah. Because, you know, he had one conversation with Wood Harris when he was younger, where Wood Harris was like, stop playing Game Boy, concentrate on sport. And then he's taken that to mean my children must only concentrate on sport and nothing else that they love. Yeah. And it's fucking... Unless unless it's basketball. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, the one kid, absolutely fine. Yeah. You know, that, that kid, all good. His other kid, how dare he be a fucking genius video game programmer? Oh, How dare daughter. he? His daughter? Fucking hell. LeBron's daughter must be like, the fuck? Mm. <laughs> but I will also confess to every time they said ball and the ball flew out and smashed the kid in the face, I laughed heartily. Yeah, I, fine, fine. I just... This, this, this film... I don't, yeah, like you say, there's no reason for it to exist. Ryan Coogler producing it is fucking baffling. Like, what, what is he doing making, like, uh, being involved in this? Where it's Warner Brothers. I mean, it may as well have been called Look at All Our Shit. Yes. Like, but unashamedly as well. Yeah, I, I, I mean, it's it's kind of fucking disgusting. I, I honestly, I mean, I know that sounds like hyperbole, but and I, I'm not going to blame Malcolm D. Lee because apparently he came in when, like after a couple of weeks where the original director had been fired, and he was basically there to sh- say action and make sure that like the, the, the like the actors worked. You know, like he didn't have any like actual passion in it. So fair play jobber work, working for hire i i wonder how much influence ryan coogler had over it because it feels like it was just warner brothers going fucking hell but everybody loves disney we need to remind people what we have so who were those who are those guys in that uh in that kubrick film do uh who do wear all the white yeah, the Droogs, the Droogs. Yeah, what, what? Uh, Clockwork Orange. Yeah, put that, put them in the crowd. Yeah, yeah, but, but, Mister, blah blah blah. They, that's a Clockwork Orange. I don't care. It's our IP. I want to remind people that it's ours. Um, oh, she's interesting looking. Like, what, what film's this from? Oh, The Devils. Yeah. Oh yeah. All right. Yeah. No, put her in there. So, do we own that? Um. Yeah, but it's complicated. But, what do you mean it's complicated? We own it. Yeah. Do you know what, Put do, you know what think, do you know what I think happened there is? Because isn't... Um, I'm fairly certain uh, Malcolm D. Lee is related to Spike Lee, isn't he? Sure. Yeah, he's his cousin. Sure, why not? <laughs> I reckon he's basically gone round to Spike's, had a couple of drinks, and he's gone, yeah, they're going to throw this. What is it? And Spike Lee's gone, you should get the devils in it. You should get the fucking... You should get... Vanessa Redgrave, the fucking devils, right at the fucking front of that fucking audience. And why the Drews? What? Just fuck around with it, man. Just put all the nasty shit at the front. 
But it, it gone, feels like I do that. <laughs> someone is taking the piss without or, question, or they have literally got no fucking idea who they are putting in there. And or, God, I hope I hope it's the former, but I think it, I, it might be the latter. I think it's the former. But yeah, as well, I, I, it, it does have Don Cheadle doing training day. King Kong ain't got nothing on me. Look, yeah. yeah. And then King Kong I, going, huh? <laughs> no, I mean, that's, yeah, I mean, Don Cheadle is game. And, you know, I don't think he embarrasses himself or anything. It, it just, it's, the, the this film's existence troubles me. Um, This film is is it exists to further cement LeBron James as a multimedia superstar and to remind people of what Warner Brothers owns. Yeah, there even is to, even to the point of Rick and Morty are in it. Yeah, 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 ex- yeah, exactly. Yeah, they they give back the, the Taz the Tasmanian Devil uh, because they can't do him because because he's causes too much trouble. You would hate this movie. Yeah, no, yeah I mean, this, this, yeah, but th- th- this is it, though. And it, it's like, I don't understand what kids would get much out of this. You know, I mean, the the, the drop off. I mean, actually, to be fair, there was a massive drop off in the US box office. The UK box office actually rose week on week. But like, that's very, very weather affected, I think. Um, but it, it's. I I I I I know I keep on talking about Ryan Coogler, but God, I'd fucking love to know what the fuck he thought he was doing here. Like, I mean, did, did he just love Space Jam as a kid and he wanted to try and do another one? If so, fair enough, I suppose. But this film is so fucking soulless and just so creatively bankrupt. And 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 I, I honestly, I think in a way quite nasty in just how brazen it is well even to the point of where you've got sarah silverman's um character as one of the uh, warner executives basically just agreeing with whatever anybody says in the room <laughs> yeah yeah no quite i mean yeah i i, 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 I think i like the the, the the nihilistic nature of it in a way but i also just really do like the Looney Tunes. Yeah, that's fair. Apart from Bugs Bunny. It just it 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 feels like there should be an a title card that comes up at the end that says also available on HBO Max. Everything you just fucking saw in the last 117 minutes. Except most of it isn't available on HBO Max. Because for instance, the Devils isn't available. <laughs> On anything in the US. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you can't uh, buy it. Yeah, I mean, the, Warner basically want to pretend that the devils don't exist. You know, like there was, um, there's been a DVD release in the UK, um, and but I don't uh, like Mark. Uh, sorry, it's, it, it, but it's, but it's not the final cut. It's not the no, the full cut. No, Mark Hermode's been trying for fucking years to get Warner to, um, uh, uh to kind of like uh, uh, unleash the the reins on it and yet here is one of the characters from the devils very prominently in the front row in fucking space jam yeah and the, the thing it, is 
the thing is, the, the, the Devils, the the whole the, when the DVD came out in the UK for it, um, they did like a full restoration of the the mm. full cut of it uh, for the DVD. So it was all restored and it was all ready to go. And then literally Warner at the last minute went no. And it's just it, it, it's the the theatrical version rather than the uncut version okay. uh, that is on that. Uh, no, it's mad. Wake me up when there's a the devil's nun skin in Fortnite. <laughs> Fair enough. If there ever is, I will re-download Fortnite and buy the Devil's Nun skin in Fortnite. Jesus fucking Christ. Have you done your ratings? Uh, yeah, I, I, I am... Um... Geostorm. Ian? Do you know what? I'm going to break my rules slightly. I think I gave it a 1.5 out of 5 because I had a couple of laughs out of it on Letterboxd. Suspiria. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> got two Suspirias this week. This has not been a bad week for the podcast. Oh, this fucking guy no. likes everything. Yeah. Well, you're an idiot, though, aren't well, you? Well, fair enough. I was waiting for that. <laughs> um, we do have a question, guys. Okay. Rick Kidd at Rich Kidd. Uh, what's the worst sequel to a good film? Uh, I doubt there's a bigger drop-off from Highlander or Starship Troopers to their sequels. I'm going to get in real quick with Candyman sequel. No. No. Rick. Rick, disagree. Starship Troopers 2 has got that magnificent son of a bitch as a line. Can't hate it. Yeah. I will admit I don't hate Starship Troopers 2. Uh, I don't think I've seen it. I can't remember Highlander uh, 2. But I do remember seeing some of the, like the, the the Highlander story series, like The Gathering and things like that. It's like the fourth or fifth one. You're not super keen on my Highlander anyway. No, right? I so think it's, it's massively overrated. Yeah. A thing for you. But yeah, Candyman for me. Candyman for you. Sequel. Ian. Apart from obviously the new one that's coming out this year, which is going to blow all our fucking minds and change our lives. Okay. So. <laughs> Ian. Space Jam. <laughs> wow. Kind of set out there, really. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Uh, Kickass two. Okay, that's Kick-Ass a good shout. Mike. Is is Kickass is a good, a good fun, mm. where's it's nasty in the right place movie, and Kickass two is a bigger budget, nasty piece of work mm. that is that uh, that literally makes a joke out of a rapist not being able to get an erection. Mm. Can I also I, watch I, Terminator sequels after number two? No. Why? No, I, yeah. In comparison to one and two. In comparison, yeah, so if you're yeah, talking drop-off, drop yeah. fair enough. But in terms of, I don't I don't think they're unmitigated bad movies, though. The question matters about drop-off. No, I don't see what's the worst sequels. It then mentions drop-off later on. Mm. Um, Crocodile Dundee 2 as well. I love Crocodile Dundee too. It's terrible. Uh, I love all of the Crocodile Dundee anything. No. Best bit of Crocodile Dundee 2 is right at the start where he uses dynamite to go fishing. It's fine. I'm fine with that. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Yeah, that's yeah, no, the best bit. I'm sick of kick-ass. What is it? Ian, what recovery next week? I need to go like now. So I'm just going to say the Suicide Squad cannot wait. Let's fucking go. 
Uh, also, Jungle Cruise. Yep. Let's see. <laughs> right. Thank you much for listening, guys. Thank you much, Rebecca. Thank you much for Ian. Ian needs to go. Bye. Bye. Bye, guys. This podcast is part of the Pod Syndicate family. For more criminally compelling shows, articles, and conversations, head to wearepodsyndicate.com.